I think we are MMA Love, Love from America, a show all about to love and to cherish MMA till death do us part. I am Matt, the spiritual leader of the MMA fan in Central Europe. With me, as always, is your preferred Luke. He forgot all about all the fights he watched, and he is your transatlantic friend. It's the truth. This is the time for the percolator episode. Luke. Why are we doing this today? Um, because sometimes we think we're an MMA podcast, but then all we do is talk about bare knuckle FC. How couldn't you? I mean, <laughs> but um, how could you? How could you not? Yeah, look, this show will be difficult in so many ways. <laughs> um, uh, what are we doing today? We have uh, two listener questions. Actually, we have a listener question from Steve. Uh, thanks, Steve, for sending it in. He he said that we. Um, I'll I'll go into that when we when we go into the questions. And another listener question from Craig. I have no fucking clue who that guy is, but I mean, thanks, Craig. I guess. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> we will let let me rattle down what we'll talk about. UFC Fight Night Thirty: Volkov versus Gone. We'll just look shortly into that one. Then we have a okay. recap of the Ultimate Fighter Season Twenty Nine, Episode Four. We will talk about Bare Knuckle FC 18, the MMA veteran Bare Knuckle um, FC. Beltran, Lombard, Riggs, Alves, Gonzalez. Doesn't stop. We talk shortly about the PFL, PFL 6. Uh, we'll talk about Bellator. We'll talk about Alaska Backyard Fighting Championship, which you said that is basically a Russian MMA update. It's the, yeah, definitely. You'll give us. You also give us an, an Endeavor stock update. Sure. A Panini yeah. trading card or collecting card update. I'm sure. I'm sure. We'll talk about the Paul brothers, and uh, that's about it. <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> we better get to it. Uh, I prepared new sound pads, and I will play the first one now. Bang, man! I want to do that, man? Let me let me bang, bro. Let me bang, bro. Let me bang, bro. It's, it's, except now we have to talk about UFC. Yes. <laughs> um, the UFC Fight Night 30 Volko versus Gone. I was, I was actually quite excited to watch this event, but then I think that was a difficult one. Let, let me ask you a question, Luke. What is it that makes the Ultimate Fighting Championship appealing to you? Is it is it the big names? Is it good fights? Is it developing storylines? What what is it? I th I think that if you're gonna if you're watching MMA, you're still watching the best, the most talented fighters, the most the most talented fighters, the most amount of times if you're watching UFC. So, generally. These are the best fighters, and there will be a few in other organizations that stack up, but the most top 15 fighters in the world in each weight class are going to be in the UFC. So that's most of the reason I watch. Um, but part of the reason also is like at this point, is the, the pro I, I basically know, even on the prelims, I'm getting those high-level fighters. Look, uh, so the, yeah, the technical there's level. There's a lot to be made. Like, there's a lot to be made about the UFC being a watered down generic product with like hundreds and hundreds of people on the roster and it not being the best anymore. But they've sort of become, as part of that Endeavor stock update, they've sort of become a corporation where they need to put out a reliable product for a reliable amount of money. Yeah, that's that might be the first time in a long time. I felt this with this UFC card. I mean, for, for me, MMA is all all of, all of the above things I mentioned. It's of course I, I like the big names. I really do love good fights. I mean, and and I think most of the time you're getting good fights. They might not be that entertaining, or they might not be the the most banger fights you've ever seen, but you'll get that. And 
I, I do also love the storylines. I love the circus around it. That's that's also a thing that uh, takes it apart or um, is, is, is making it different from other sports for me. Um, but this UFC had none of it. <laughs> none. I mean, look, the fact that I cannot love the Apex as well is, is, yeah, is, is only yeah. adding to it because the, the clinical, sterile, and cookie-cutter approach, the UFC is taking more and more it takes the soul out of fighting, pal, for me. it's Yes. Th- these fighters, they they performed, it, it was okay, but none of these fighters, at least yesterday, was, was in there to perform art. Look, I might be I might be a minority, mm. but I don't... I, I don't, don't think you should blame the fighters. I mean, I don't care I about... <laughs> I don't care about these guys just winning. MMA is, is not about winning in, in in the first place for me as a fan. It's it's a spectacle. It's it's watching fights. It's watching the best ever perform. Winning and losing is not that important in, in MMA for me, I think. I mean and and this UFC yesterday, that was like that was a low point for me. And I, I, I know we we are the MMA love show and we'll talk about stuff we loved, but I think the UFC has to pay attention to this because we watch a lot of other products and they are more alive. And they, mm, they, yeah, they make I, me so feel. That's what I mean about. That's what I mean about that cookie cutter approach. Is is in order to give to deliver value to shareholders now, and that 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 debt that that debt that the that endeavor the owning company of the UFC, the holding company of the UFC, is under that debt has to be serviced. And I think that I still believe that that is why when John Jones was going to not be allowed to fight in Nevada, they just dropped everything, moved overnight to California to keep that fight on so they could make that money. But there were good things too. There were things I did love um, punctuated by things that I didn't. And I, I, I wonder if we're getting away from, you know, I guess you can blame the fighters. I would just blame the heavyweight and uh, the heavyweight main and co-main event thing. I don't. I don't need this anymore. We don't need the big guys at the top anymore. Yeah. Look. I mean, where do you even start? Look, Cyril Gan, for example. I mean, I'm a I'm a huge fan of this guy. That guy is a very very good kickboxer. He's very methodical. He's he's a machine. But he's. He, mm-hmm. He he does not go for anything. He was he was just he had the perfect game plan. Just just um, congratulations to his coaches and himself for executing because you have to do that against Volkov. Volkov is very dangerous. Um, but I didn't feel anything about after this performance. Yeah, he won, but these these two guys didn't look like they were in there to like really win or really do create something exciting for us. And I know when you lose, then you might fall out of the UFC or whatever, but this will not work in the long, in the long term. I I don't, I don't know. So the other thing that I don't know about maybe falling out of the UFC is not that bad for most people anymore. I do. Maybe it's, that's a good, maybe it's, very bad for if you're very low on the prelims and no one knows your name. Like it wouldn't be good for Shavkat Rachmanov right now. No, that dude that need, wants to that make dude, a statement. He wants yes. to keep winning, but he needs to be. If dead. you're if you're a middle if you're a middling guy and everyone knows your name, like you're Tim Means mm-hmm. and you lose. If Tim Means is going to lose a couple in a row and get cut, he just ends up in PFL or Bellator making decent money, right? And be in more exciting matchups where he doesn't think that he he has to win at all costs. Look, we don't have to talk long about Cyril Gan and and Volkov. It was a methodical kickboxing bout in most of mm-hmm. the time. But if you watch Derek heavyweight, Derek Lewis said it best, man. Yeah, Derek Lewis said it best. What did he say? What was it? He said so, he sent some tweet about about this is about this is karate sparring. Yes, basically, and he's right because. <laughs> If you he watch is. heavyweight kickboxing, like real kickboxers, if you watch, if you watch Glory, for example, then you see fucking highlight real kickboxing, <laughs> and this wasn't even that. This was not even close to be a good, exciting, hard heavyweight kickboxing bout, like like Verhoeven does or uh, Badr Hari does. And I mean, not even talking about the two thousands when K one was a thing. I mean, you can't. <sighs> Yeah, it, it was it was a bit it, it was devastating. We had but 
but yeah. listen, yeah. this is this isn't a UFC problem necessarily. No, this no, is no. a fighter. You're right. You're right that this is a fighter problem in that this is a fighter approach to fighting. So like Clay Collard in PFL was the he was he was or Lance Palmer I mean was the decision machine and he won until he didn't. Yeah. And but... in the in the Bellators in the last couple of weeks there have been some main events that have just gone on forever. I'd have to so, disagree, though. It is a UFC problem because the pay structure, it's its half of your pay check if you lose. So that yeah, makes you that makes you fight in a in an in a quite different way. I I'm very sure. How about this? Yes. Instead of talking about what I didn't like, I yes. will tell you what I what I what I did like. Perfect. And I have a Let's question go. for you about this card. Yes. First off. I'd like Shavkat Rachmanov. He's there to make statements. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll watch him again for sure. But uh, the the question I have <laughs> is, is Andre Feely the hardest person to be a fan of or the most frustrating person to be a fan of? This guy is jumping from fight to fight. I can't even, <laughs> I can't even follow. You, you, you name like three fights in 10 seconds. Let's let's stay. Sorry. With, let's I stay want with, I want to know about Andre Feely. I mean, that guy is just unlucky. Is he? Is that what it is? I think it's 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 pure. This this time, this eye poke thing or whatever it was, it was it's it's unlucky. Okay. What do you think? I'm I mean, a, I'm a huge fan, and I just it, it, like there, it. Just seems like I'm a huge fan, and it seems like he makes bad choices throughout fights to me. But maybe that was just this fight, and I need to rewatch some other fights. Yeah, that, yeah. I didn't see anything that that w- would make me think that it's it's difficult to be a fan of him because he's a good fighter and he he brings it most of the time. But that was that was very unlucky. Mm. On the other hand, what we loved, Rachmanov versus mm-hmm. Braceres. Look, I'm first of all. I'm not a fan of flags or countries, but damn, what a beautiful flag the Uzbeks have. Congratulations, Uzbekistan. Um, he has, that, dude is, that dude is a problem. He had, he had a, an awesome performance. He, he threw clever spinning shit, which you almost never see. Um, it, just, it just wasn't just spinning around like he, he needed to put on some show, but he actually timed it so perfectly um it was very difficult because he had a he had to fight a very much smaller dude like it's almost a gimli sized dude um and he was he's now the first guy to ever finish Proceres with a rear naked choke in the second um it helped i think the reach advantage also helped in the in the ground and pound um mm. that was that was awesome to see and it, yeah he's very fast very agile Definitely putting that guy on on a watch list, for sure. He also has a uh, not a single decision on his record. No, no he's just ridiculous. He just finishes. Um, he's going for it. He's going for it. He's clever with it. He's not just a banger. Oh. Let me let me bang let, let me bang again. That that's for sure what he said. But that that is a that if you want to watch one fight on that card, I think it's Rachmanov versus Praseres. Yeah. Any other any other highlight fight for you? No. No, I I uh I caught I, I had to run errands, so I I missed most of the early prelims, and that's where a lot of the uh the sort of gifable finishes were, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go into the second. finishes. I'll go into the finishes of the card. You had Jeremiah Wells against Warley Alves. Warley Alves was on Team Sonnen on the Ultimate Fighter, and he won the whole season. So he was a bit of a talent. But in this fight, uh, he had not much to offer in the first. So then in the second, Wells offered him a right hook barrage. <laughs> Alves turned around. Um, uh, to flee to flee from the onslaught, but didn't manage. And then I have to critique the ref a bit. That was a very half-hearted stoppage. If you if you step in between fighters, like really step in, you may you might get punched a bit, but should should have moved in more decisively. So that that was that was fine. Good to see from Jeremiah Wells. Nice debut. Um, <clears throat> we had Prachnio versus Villanueva. That was just that was just a brawl. But I love me some body shot TKOs. Prachnio first destroyed the legs of Villanueva. He lost the first round. 
on a scorecard, on, on my scorecard, but a minute into the second round, he, he stance switched, which you, you you seldom see, and then left body kicked him, uh, shutting down Mr. Villanueva's liver and Mr. Villanueva in the process. So nice to see. I love yeah, some body that, was a good, that, that was a good gif. Then we have Bowser versus St. Prue. Um, Bowser looked undersized. I'm not sure. It, it, it was this fight or this bout that one of the guys moved up. Is, was it Bowser? No, it was OSP. Bowser, <laughs> fought, Bowser fought two weeks ago. God damn it. I mean, Bowser. Looked, I know. He lost. Did, wait, did he, he lost Ilir Latifi two weeks ago. Yeah, you're right. right. Bowser looked undersized. And then he lost Arlovsky by Arlovsky, making him look bad. Right. Before that, I think. Yeah, Bosa looked so undersized against St. Prue, but, but was very active. He got taken down at, at the start of the second, but managed to get back up. I don't know how he did it. Um, he jab-crossed, finished him after a knee. Um, there was some controversy, I think, with Bowser. At least the commentary team, which I had, I would be very well advised to turn them off way earlier but oh yeah they said yeah, that yeah, bozer yeah, yeah. used the yeah. fans to stand back up no, and they couldn't let even, it go but no no i think herzog no. intervened and the, the all the all that that was all he had to do herzog no, is we the, can talk about we can talk about cheating cheating and finishes later yeah. that was not one but herzog second best referee in the game so i think we're mm -hmm. think we're fine there so that these is these are about the fights i wanted to to look into but that card, beautiful. You have to be a fan to love this card. But if you if you want to watch fights, is Rachmanov, Wells, maybe Prachne versus Villanueva. That's my yeah. my takes for that one. Any right, storylines? Any awards? Any talking points we forgot about UFC? Volkov versus Gone. I added two fighters to my Fight Circus Four Mummy Guard Championship bracket. <laughs> okay. One of them is OSP, mm -hmm. and one of them is gone. Yeah, and I actually gone. went into the I went into the chats and searched old records for me yelling about Mummy Guard and chats, and I found myself yelling about Gone and the Mummy Guard back in mid twenty twenty. So, who is in your fight circus <laughs> uh, Mummy Guard championships right now? Current bracket: I have six fighters. I have DC Jones, Leon, Rory McDonald, OSP, and Gone. I'm looking for two more. If uh, we have any recommendations, please message us. Yes, please. <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go into because I think we'll we'll be running out of time shortly. So we're very fast in this episode. So let's go into the two listener questions now. Okay. First listener question was from Steve. Thank you, Steve, for sending this question in. <laughs> he, he didn't ask it directly, but I, I took it as a listener question. <laughs> Tell me, good Luke, name two of the most effective techniques that fighters bafflingly never do use. I thought about this. I thought about this and I and I and I just thought of I just immediately started thinking about what I love. And mm -hmm. what I love is threatening with submissions while also smashing elbows into people. Mm -hmm. It's why I love Tony and it's why I love Weili Zhang. So I'll go with that. I'll go with the combination of threatening with submissions while also smashing someone with your elbows. I love I love this answer. I, I have a, I have a I, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Now I have a similar answer. I think one of the uh, techniques underused are stance switches. I think, uh, as you saw tonight with uh, with Rachmanov, um, also Max Holloway is a a marvel of a stance switcher. So I think stance switching is one. And yeah, I mean, can't you can't have to <laughs> you can't have enough knees or high kicks. When when you're watching fights and you're in the chat with a bunch of people that watch fights or bet fights all the time and they talk about a fighter's defensive liabilities and the offensive fighter not capitalizing on them because apparently they didn't watch tape or their coaches don't watch tape or they don't prep for a certain fighter. I do wonder if there's something there too. Like, could a technique simply be having a coaching staff that knows your opponent? 
maybe <laughs> or, or or is willing to research them so i hope i hope this answered steve's question um we have the other question thank you, from steve. Oh, yeah, thank you steve from craig by the way steve banned himself from the forums this week did because he did. had a we'll hot get, we'll take. get to that <laughs> yeah um craig thanks for sending this question in um, maybe you can reveal yourself why the fuck are you listening to this but is it enough to be a good fighter only? Yes, without a doubt. Okay. And, I'll, and, I, and, it, and it's exactly because of what we said earlier about the UFC. If you're a good fighter only and you have, you have no presence on the microphone at all, you will still win. And because of their, and because of their, their watered-down cookie-cutter product that they have to put out, they will give you a title shot because all you do is win. So if you're a good fighter, yes, it's enough. I mean, Even if you're just a workman journeyman fighter, it's enough now because there's so many competing promotions. A journeyman could easily win the PFL. I'd say, as we've it, seen. I'd say it really depends on what, what is your definition of good. Is a good fighter mm -hmm. a, a wrestle fucker who just, who just controls fights and wins them? Um, or is a good fighter one you want to watch... Um, doesn't matter if he won or lost. Like like a Max Holloway, for example, or even even a Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor is a good fighter. He's Jake clearly Paul's a good fighter. He clearly de deteriorates, but he is entertaining. You know that you'll get your money's worth in in a Conor McGregor fight, in a Holloway fight. Um, yeah, so very very strange question, or very very hard questions to answer. But I think. I could also Craig, answer with yes. Oh, up. We need we need uh we need definitions. We need more. What you can what you mean <laughs> by good fighter? Yeah, but I think when I if I understand you correctly, I think I'll answer the same as Luke. I say yes. If you if you're just good, you don't have a mic presence. You don't dance when you walk into the cage, or can answer questions creatively. Then yeah, it it is enough. Yeah. Now, am I going to be a fan? Am I going to care that much? No. Will it? Will you buy the T-shirt? No. Will you buy the action figure? No. <laughs> but um. But I will collect the trading card. You will co collect them all. We'll go into your yes. highlight trading cards later. But yes. first, do you want to go into BKFC eighteen, or do you want to go into the Ultimate Fighter? We got to talk about BKFC because yes. I'm going to tell you, man, I don't give a shit about the Ultimate Fighter. Oh my God! I'll do. <laughs> There's too much, way too much that happened in BKFC for us to cut it short. I'll not, not least of which, is some twerking walkout for Pearl Gonzalez. <laughs> Look, BK Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships 18 was a five and a half hour event, and I oh was, God. I was so glad that I could fast forward. They had four titles on the line. Uh, Diego Sanchez was in the house. Anthony Rumble Johnson, or someone with his passport, was in the house. Tyron Woodley <laughs> was falling in another love at BKFC. It was a spectacle. Um, it was. BKFC is for me. I I um I subscribe to BKFC now. <laughs> and me for too. me, for me, it's mostly um, fast forward through the fight, stop when something interesting seems to happen. But I watch all the promos and all the interviews. <laughs> I watched the vast majority of the fights. It was, uh, I fell asleep twice watching the UFC. It was not enough naps to get through this thing, man. It was long to watch it live. And it started late because there was a storm surge in Florida and they almost got flooded, I guess. This episode so. is titled Time for the Percolator episode. And I'll link the video in the show notes. Because we had Sigala uh, versus Pearl Gonzalez. And I put that walkout of Pearl Gonzalez into my top, top list of promo of the year. Because the walkout of Pearl Gonzalez was, let's say, invigorating. <laughs> if, if you are thirsty, then this walkout was for you. Titillating. <laughs> what is it? Titillating? <laughs> yes. Yes, the the stripper, the strippers twerking and then rolling around on the runway and then Pearl walking out. And yeah, the BK, was, uh, the BKFC, the BKFC neon, like yeah, neon I really signs and the flashes in the background. Yeah. Um I mean, 
it's that's, really the opposite of the UFC product right now. And I yeah. really appreciate that they are just letting people just kind of do whatever. They had the dude at but Knucklemania that dressed as Raiden and walked out. Like it, it was just like, just it's let people do so refreshing. They want. Sure. It's, it's so, so refreshing. It's so fun. It's so fun. I mean, the, the 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 song choice of the time for the percolator. If you don't know what it is, just just listen to it once, and and you it it won't get out out of your head. So so exciting. So um, that's sort of like a warning too. Yeah. Aware of that. <laughs> Even I mean, look, I have not much more to say about the fight. Gonzalez actually boxed quite well. I I did. I, that's that's what you, I can. You don't say. have. She's got a. She 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 said it herself in the pre in the preview, and she said it herself in the post post fight interview. She's she got her striking torn down and rebuilt, yes. and all we're doing is one deconstructed, deconstructed and rebuilt. I, look, this this walkout was insane, and I loved it, and it pumped me up. And then it was her post fight speech. He was like, she was like, watch the fuck out for Pearl, watch the fuck out for Pearl, and I think she's right. <laughs> I think she's right too. I can't wait for Bertain Hart to beat the shit out of her. It's yeah. gonna be great. It's, it's no offense. No offense, Pearl. I I like you. I I got I got nothing against you, but I just cannot wait for Bertain Hart to just beat the shit out of all these people. <laughs> I started it's be great. I started the event with, of course, with um, Julian. Let me bang, bro, Lane. Yes. It's even his merch, and it's his nickname. So he's he's owning up to it, and it's I, great. And he was like. I mean, of course, I had to start with this because the, they had an altercation at the weigh-ins, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, ba Bang Bro Dude was was fired the fuck up. Yeah. Fired the yeah, fuck up he, like he was in The Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like, a, it's the same kind of thing with, uh, what's his name? The other Florida man. Um whose name escapes me, but the guy that went to the weigh-in and said, th thought you had a friend and then screamed at the guy. Mike Perry. <laughs> so like, good. it's always just intense. It's you know? so good. He's just an intense dude. It's great. Because he, he went in, he, he had a good fight, too. Yeah, the, the weigh-in allocation was awesome. Uh, just just a small side note. Dan Milariota is wasting his time as a good ref in BKFC. Hope they pay him well. But, yeah, I was... I hope. I was quite surprised that Julian Lane can box he can that dude is i mean is very fast he's very accurate he does he does the stand switching too he has he landed he a lot of he moves very well he he moves in mm -hmm. with with bad intentions so uh, that is a fight i'd recommend you to watch he dropped also uh also yeah. the uh the tiago alves ulysses diaz fight like just this fight, the, the, the Bostwick versus versus uh, Julian Lane fight had it all. Mm -hmm. USA chance as well. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I miss that. <laughs> yeah. Very, very nice. Very good. Did, did you watch another fight? Which one do you want to go into? Alves versus Diaz. Tiago yes. Alves. Look, Tiago uh, Alves, he was butchering Diaz with, with clean mm -hmm. and crisp striking. He was getting knocked down, I think. Didn't Alves get knocked down? Yeah, in the that beginning? dude got that dude got knocked down a lot of times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, it's uh, it's 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 uh, it, it is surprise. It is the it feels like the lowest brow of combat sports watching. Mm -hmm. Like I I want to not want to do it, but every time I watch it, I enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, I don't know why. It, it's it. I don't it, either. We're we're sad people. The Maybe. Thiago Alves fight was stopped between rounds three and four, I think, because Diaz barely couldn't move anymore. So that was a good stoppage. Mm -hmm. But the last fight we go into Lombard versus Riggs. So this is the one where if you want to talk about cheating and getting a stoppage you shouldn't get, is this is the one for me. Um, Riggs thought he got eye-poked. He was actually punched in the eye. But when he was punched in the eye, the ref was breaking it up because Lombard was grabbing Riggs' shorts, 
and instead of breaking up, Lombard pulled Riggs' shorts towards him and punched him in the eye at the same time. I have <laughs> Which to... really was upsetting because in Riggs' walkout, I was like, oh man, this guy's making my knees hurt. He's moving like I move, and I'm old and broken. And then in the in the ring, in the fight, I thought Riggs was moving fine and was doing pretty well and had a chance. And then Lombard grabbed his shorts Beat, punched him in the eye. Riggs said he couldn't see and couldn't continue. So Lombard got a win. And I was just like, man, I kind of wish they had a replay for this because I don't think anybody should get the belt off this. If I anything, think, it should just be a no contest. Yeah, look, I think, I think Lombard was, he was rattled by Riggs. And I think he wasn't quite there. So he grabbed the shorts, but I don't think he was intentionally fouling the dude. He was just like he was just stumbling towards Riggs and, and grabbing his shorts out of out of instinct. Really? But yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Not 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 making okay. an excuse for him. It's it's a foul, but I think it's not like Lombard was there trying to oh, blatantly cheat. I kind cheat. of thought it was on purpose. So mm. that's pretty charitable of you. I, <laughs> I'll I'll take it. You they know? gave like I'd I'd rather it be that than it be on purpose. They gave Obviously. Lombard his title medal, then another contender like Lorenzo Hunt, I think was his name, enters the ring, challenges Lombard, got a bit into his face, but Lombard just, just starts blasting him. He just left <laughs> yeah. rides him with very good shots. Lom uh, Lorenzo Hunt was staggering. <laughs> yeah, he was very surprised. I um, So assault in the cage. I have a question about like the whole BKFC bit where people get in the ring and start talking shit mm -hmm. after like WWE. Like, if you're going to do the wrestling WWE stuff, you really should make sure everyone knows you're going to do it because that's part of the like thing is everyone knows you're going to put somebody over for the next fight. Cause if you don't tell Hector Lombard, you're going to do that. He's going to swing at you. Yeah. I mean, and, and after a, a bare knuckle fight, I think your, your brain is a bit rattled. So even if mm. you tell these guys before, I don't think it's a very good idea. It, I mean, it, 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 it makes for entertainment, but Maybe not. Maybe not the thing I want to see that much. Did, did you did you watch the the post fight scrum with Joey Beltran in the ring? No. So first, so first of all, Beltran's post fight. He, Beltran won by decision. He did a good job. He did enough. I thought he won. Beltran's post fight. He says, "Listen, that wasn't a very good performance. I had Corona." three weeks ago. I had 105 degree fever. Perfect. I'm only here because of this woman right here. And it's Bertain Hart. She's his girlfriend now, I guess. Mm -hmm. So Bertain Hart trained with him while he had Rona. They quarantined together. And uh, and then he says, uh, we'll do better next time. But then all of a sudden, there's all these drunk heavyweights in the ring <laughs> telling, telling Beltron they want to fight him. <laughs> It's perfect. And he's like, listen, guys, I'll fight any of you. That's fine. But you got to talk to that guy, not to me. <laughs> listen, we, we talked way too much about bare knuckle fighting championships. If you have four bucks to spare, it's it's four Swiss francs. It's here. so worth it. It's it's worth it. It's it's a shit show. It's good fights. Some of the boxing is quite good, I'd say. So why not? So from, from one shit show to the next, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm doing this now. The Ultimate Fighter okay. 29 episode four. Luke, the episode was titled On My Time. Okay. Why? Because a guy wanted to uh, a guy wanted to get out of the fight early and the other guy just held him down and screamed at him my time and punched him a few times and then screamed <laughs> my time again at him. Is that what happened? I couldn't find it out till the very end of the episode. <laughs> okay. We had we had um, Lampros versus Murdoch uh, was the fight. Um, a your best friend Michael Chiesa, the number yes. six ranked welterweight according to Uncle Dana's goons, came for a visit. He, he was on, on yes. season fifteen of the Ultimate Fighter and choked the fuck out of Al Iaquinta and won the Ultimate Fighter. Michael Chiesa is going to be champ. Mark my words. Didn't he? You, you had an in, you had an interaction with him this week. I sent him an Instagram story of the 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 Panini Prism card that I got of his with a nice blurb about him getting me into MMA fandom and he Instagram storied it on his Instagram. So it was a very nice interaction. Much love, much respect. <laughs> the 
the episode was so-so, but I had a highlight then because some of the coaches are now unironically looking at topology rankings, telling their fighter that he is better because he is higher ranked. I mean, and you had the usual sob, sob stories, bit of weight cutting, weighing dramas, because one guy didn't make it. He was um, 12 pounds over when he started his weight cut, which is quite a lot. And then he was one pound over at the weighing, but he made it in the end. <laughs> was it Nathan No Mercy Murdoch? Yes. Okay. Um, we had the the Ultimate Fighter flashback presented to you by Toyo Tires. God damn. Bisping. Dude, this dude, hold on. Yeah. Nathan Murdoch is ineligible for regional rankings due to inactivity. How did they compare it if he's ineligible? I have no clue. God, these crazy guys. Okay. All right. Anyway. <laughs> don't don't look too much into it. I think mm-hmm. as a as a general tip for all of you guys. All I'm telling you is is all that you need to know. You don't need to know more. You don't need to journalist more. <laughs> um, the the flashback by Toyo Tires, Bisping. Um, I learned that Bisping and his team got um, unlimited but budget, unlimited money from the production team to do whatever pranks they wanted to do in that season. Um, <laughs> And in that in that flashback, they were battling it out with fire extinguishers. They basically just fired fire extinguisher powder at each other, <laughs> filling up the whole house with smoke. And then a whole live mariachi band came marching in through that smoke and played a mariachi song. That that shit is uh, that's not that good for you. To Look, I do that, but okay, whatever. I do love mariachi bands, and they they go well with everything name me one thing a mariachi band won't be a perfect fit no you're right and so you're it was right. and so yeah. it was with that with that prank tiki goshen was also a part of this <laughs> um herzog was refing the fight only second best ref in the game after three minutes i think murdoch catches lampros with a mean left right if i'm remembering correctly gets back control Pounds him with uppercuts and hooks, knees him right in the face. Lampros was stuck at the cage there, and then another nasty uppercut. So that was an awesome fight. Like, really, really, awesome. really good fight. And Dana was right. These dudes love to bang. That's they what do. he said. And, and they banged. So next they fight, absolutely do. Next fight will be Brian Battle against Kamron Lachinov. That, that dude is I really called Battle. I know that name. Yeah, I've seen that dude fight before in probably LFA or something. Dude, he's called Battle. Yes. Yep. He is made for this. He's made to bang. Then the final Dana quote. The last quote was, these dudes love to bang. It was prophetic. But now he said, I just hope to see a great fight. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you could even say, <laughs> you could even say Brian Battle was made to battle bang. I mean, oh, oh, oh! He looks a little shaken <laughs> there. This is some dramatic stuff here on Battle Bang. Pal, let's go into let's go into yeah. PFL. Okay. Uh, just just very short. We have. Uh, g- give me give me your two sentences to PFL. Worth to watch for sure. Pajic. Pajic, because despite losing, every time I learn more about Pajic, I like her more. This time we learned when we saw some scars on her arm, we were trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Are they brands? Are they, is she a cutter? What is going on here? Why does she have all these marks? Turns out, Julia Pajic fought a tiger. It's called Pajic. Yes. Pajic, Julia Pajic Julia Pajic. A, fucking, yeah. a fucking tiger. Mm-hmm. So she's fought tigers, mm-hmm. German bouncer guys, mm-hmm. and 155-pound women in the PFL. Love it. I love it. Every love time it. I find out more about her, I love it more. We have Kayla Harrison just, I mean, just, yeah, as, as expected, walking through Cindy Dandois. Pop that arm. That was almost a third week of dangling arms. Yes, I, I couldn't I couldn't manage it. I was I was very glad that Kayla Harrison was was kind enough not to dangle Cindy's arm in front of us. 
goddamn close. Two people are out of the playoffs now. <laughs> One is the older and worse Pettis. Yeah. Tony, yeah, at pretty some point, Tony. the Pettis brothers switched, and, and the older Pettis is not as good at MMA anymore. Pretty Tony's out. Lance Palmer mm-hmm. as well. That dude that Lance just... Lance Party Palmer. Sneakily won all all PFLs up so so far, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's won a million bucks twice, I think. So he's out Not now. this time. I love the... I love it. Like, really do watch PFL. It's it's amazing. Pachik... Larissa Pachico. Mm-hmm. Walking through Helena. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you know... KO So, I was thinking... So, this was the... This episode was the heavyweights and women's 155, which is women's heavyweights for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. And th- I can see Ray Sefo's mind like, well, this is going to be really bad or this is going to be really good. <laughs> Indeed. And and it was mostly really good. But, I mean, part of that is like people charging at other people with their heads held high up in the air. But, you know, I'll take what I can get. So we'll have PFL 7. I think they have a, a bit of a break now. PFL 7 will take place August 13th. That's... I think everyone has a break this week. Yeah, it's it going to be glorious after be. this long ass week of watching fights. So, yeah, PFL, just watch it. It was it was great, great, great I action, great fights. You have the rankings, you have the stats, you have you have it all. PFL you has it. Cam. If you need it, PFL delivers it for you. Mm-hmm. The if only you... thing they don't have that they need to take from BKFC is the fist size stat. Correct. But if even if you didn't know that you need it, P- uh, PFL will deliver it to you. Yep. Um, very short thing. I tried to watch the triple header, the trinity of Cage Warriors um, <laughs> events. I just have to. I, have to have, I, I couldn't manage to do it. It was too much. Too much English MMA. But I I managed to watch two or three fights. I learned. Not not uh, going into this a lot, but I learned that there is now a thing called fish probing. <laughs> I think who coined the, who coined this phrase? The the guy the I don't remember who the hell it was, but some guy was had the fingers and they were going to go in the mouth or go in the cut or something. Yeah, it was it was Mick but, Stanton versus George Smith. But in order to fish fish hook, you need to hook. And he was not hooking. He was only probing. Yeah. And that is where the fish probe comes from. Suggested by friend of the show, Roberto T. Yes. <laughs> he he referred to it as fish probing because he was not quite fish hooking. But yeah, the, the guy's nickname, another guy that w- was there was Sam Creasy. And his nickname is Urai. Samurai. Yeah, you really like that. You really like that nickname. Samurai like Creasy. I wouldn't say that I like it. I liked his Dire Straits <laughs> walkout song, though. Um, yeah, so I'm sorry I couldn't watch Cage Warriors. It was just too much. Okay, that's fair. There was the only thing I could, I could, I could do the first. I did the first. Uh, I did the first one, but there were three in a row, three nights in a row, and I could only do one. Yeah. But I, I will say, I, the first one, there was a guy named Joel Downey, or Joel Downey Cave, or something like that, uh-huh. walking out. And he walked out to a band called Idols, so he immediately gained a fan for life. Perfect. So I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch all of Joel's fights going forward. Win can or you, lose, Joel. Can you pack in all of your backyard MMA update, your Russian MMA update... Your um, what do you all what do you have? Your Russian MMA update, Alaska Backyard Fighting Championship, all in in one segment. Yes, easy. Bellator, Alaska. Put, put in Bellator. Alaska into was the, the greatest. What about Bellator? <laughs> yeah, put in Bellator. You want me to into do that too. In the backyard, in the backyard segment. <laughs> Let's put Bellator in that one. If Liz Carmouche fought Kana Watanabe in a backyard at the American Legion in Anchorage, that would make that fight even better. I'd fly there. Oh, I would too, man. That's in, close in an for instant. me. I'd be there in a second. In an instant. Oh, it'd be so good. Actually, now I want uh, this to happen. Dude, it is the just the best. These outdoor 
these outdoor cages in the rain in Alaska. <laughs> it's just the best. Yeah. So you watched Alaska Backyard Fighting Championship? I did. It was uh, fun. I remember none of the fights, but it was sloppy and fun. They only had a single official. He was doing the weigh-ins. He was doing the checkpoint. He was doing the refing. It was great. It was just the best. It was in the backyard of the American Legion in Anchorage. Of course. So they had the only thing missing. Like I was watching it, and I was like, "Man, I want to set up my grill and start grilling burgers and hot dogs for these people." <laughs> It's too, it's too, it was too American Legion. Like they needed to have like a chicken grill out or something, you know? Damn. But other than that, yeah, it was great. It was a ton of fun. Russian MMA? That was the Russian MMA. Okay. Bellator? Kana Watanabe could not muscle Liz Carmouche. She can only muscle people. She can only muscle people that aren't good at MMA. And Liz Carmouche is actually good at MMA. Very good. Yeah. She's very good. Yeah. Oh, and uh, and Soren Bach cut a promo for Bellator Copenhagen, and I think Scotty Cox should put him on the team. Listen to him. I hope one Do day it. a listener will send in the best question ever, which is, is Scott Coker a good promoter or not? I'd, lo I'd <laughs> love, I I'd love Bach, to answer I, this. I think Soren Bach, if I think he should take advice from Soren Bach, maybe he's not that good at a promoting. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, any other MMA we missed? God, I, I don't, I mean, I missed some, but does it, I don't think anything really matters, right? Like no. that's kind of, that's kind of the thing. You can just, you can just do whatever now. So if you everything on my, everything on my list has been covered. If we, if you love <laughs> fighting an MMA, I think you, you'd have to watch, you have to do it like Luke and I did. You have to watch this this whole shit show, UFC Fight Night, The Ultimate Fighter, Bare Knuckle, PFL, Bellator, Alaska Backyard, and so on and so on. And then you got your fill. I um I I was really, really happy to know to find out there was no UFC, Bellator, or PFL this weekend. This coming weekend. I'm ready think, for a break. I think you are getting lazy. It no, it yeah. I'm well, it's a combination of you know, outside issues and stuff because, like that. Because too. after all, watching all of these fights, I was like... Let me bang again, bro. I was fired the <laughs> fuck up. I can't. I, I need a break. It's the work... The work and the and the other and the household and everything needs attention and I, I cannot divide my attention I need, much. I need more. I need more... I we I think 25 we're twenty-five hours of content watching because <laughs> I don't I'm not I can't fast forward like you. Yeah, I need okay. to start. I, I do I do fast forward a lot. You fast forward through the BKFC fight so you can watch the <laughs> you can watch the people scream at each other after. Correct. Um, we have UFC two sixty four coming up. We'll go in depth into that card next week because there is not much fights going on. So perfect. Um, what do you want to do? Oh yeah, I have something. We'll go into the gossip segment. I call it. Let's call it all the other things which is not fight related. We'll just. I'll, I'll. From now on, I'm just giving you tidbits and sentences and names, and you'll just look the, the shit out of these things. Okay. First thing. Fedor. Oh. <laughs> I heard about this. This week we got a an inside scoop and then it was officially announced there is a Fedor press conference. Fedor has two fights left on his Bellator contract. Um he is like I think he's 44 now. Wow. Let me journalist it as, as, as um Yes, there is a press conference and the press conference is where? 44. Press conferences in Moscow. Yes. He yes. has two fights left on his Bellator deal. So, my my good my good Luke, Fedor's retirement tour number seven. <laughs> okay, dude needs money. I think he'll battle the the contract out. He says he plans on honoring his contract, and his return will be on the twenty third of October in Moscow. What do you think? Um, 
which which fighters will qualify? I, oh, I can't. I, it, so if it doesn't matter, as long as they can't stop him, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, let, let me hit you with some names. Okay. And you, you rank them. Uh, you just give me your one word thing and then you'll say if, if, if you want to see them fight. Alistair Overeem. No. Why? Alistair, in, he's in glory anyway. Yeah, it it's doesn't matter. Happening. That's not an exclusive contract. Oh, 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 okay. No, in that case, I want it to be Rico Verhoeven. Okay, no, that, that won't happen. <laughs> I have another name for you. Okay. Josh Barnett. Yes. Yes. Barnett. Two reasons. Yes. Two reasons. One, Josh can cut a promo. Two, Josh is from Seattle. Let's do it. Warmaster versus The Last Emperor. Let's do it. Have they fought? Did they fight before? They, they didn't try, fight before, did pal. They? They, tried. they tried, right? <laughs> and Barnett fucked over the whole card. Oh, no. This is... Oh. Yes. Wow. Okay. Affliction I, Third three. reason. This could be the one that puts Bellator under. Let's do it. Yes. There is a... That, that is exactly what I was going to. I'm, I love it. Barnett yes, we're was, on the same wavelength, yes. man. Barnett, Absolutely, this is the way to go. Barnett was was um, scheduled to fight Fedor Emelianenko at Affliction 3. And this whole event was, I mean, I don't know. They scrapped I, the enti- it scrapped the entire promotion. Yes, because Barnett was getting popped again and again and again. Oh, I had it. I, pissed I, hot. I, pissed hot. Um, and again. That's basically the sound pad for Barnett's drug-ridden career. <laughs> I have another name for you, and then you rank them. Junior Dos Santos. I, I don't hate it as an alternate, but it's got to be Barnett. It has to be Barnett. I have another name for you. I can't take any other names. Now at I the can't name, stop thinking about it. At the at the moment, it just came to my mind. Okay. Anderson Silva. Oh shit. <laughs> I no. Think, I think this uh, is it. Boxing is it. only. No. I think it's it's Fedor versus Anderson Silva. Has to be. It it might be. Has to it happen. It might be. But it might be as we know I want it to be Barnett. Scott Coker is the worst promoter ever on the planet. So he, he he won't be able to do it. No, it'll just be some scrub, and they'll they'll give it to Fedor in a judge's decision or something. Luke, it'll be like it'll be like Stefan Bonner or something. I think you know? I think he looked. Oh my god, Ste- I, I'd love to see Stefan Bonner against Fedor. It would be you no know, because it'll be like it'll be Bonner or it'll be um that guy from Brazil. Uh, it'll be Maldonado maybe again. Maybe no, they fought I already. I don't, I don't think so. And, and then they'll just and then they'll just give it to they'll just give it to Fedor. Maldonado got robbed. Point blank, robbed against Fedor. They just is is that what happened? Is that why my brain went there? It's probably yes. why my brain yes. went there. Yeah. So hope he's fighting again, and hope he's fighting Anderson Silva. Uh, I'm gonna vote for Warmaster. <laughs> I want, I want, I want Warmaster to end another promotion. That, that would be hilarious. That will be absolutely hilarious. And I, I didn't think about this one because I'm not quite a fan of 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 Josh Barnett. But yeah, if he ends another promotion, I'll I'll be down. <laughs> I'll I'll buy a shirt. I went into a coffee shop in Seattle two year a year and a half or two years ago now, and there was a dude in a hoodie in front of me, and it said the Warmaster on it, and I was like, "No fucking way!" That's that's incredible. You... No fucking way did I just find a guy who's a Josh Barnett fan in the wild, not just an MMA fan, Josh a Josh Barnett fan. Barnett fan, and I and I and he was right in front of me, so we we got our orders and we went over to to wait for our coffees to come up. And I looked at him, I said, "So, is that a Josh Barnett hoodie?" And he was like, dude, yeah. And he just launched into this diatribe about Josh <laughs> Barnett is back. And I was like, what I the mean... fuck? This guy is into it. And he's like, did you know he has a fight? He has a fight in Bellator coming up. Perfect. I was like, no, get the fuck out of here. It was great. <laughs> it was the best. Yeah, that would never happen in Europe. You could, you would never, what do you, the most you see is, a, is some, like, like some years ago, you saw people in tap out shirts. 
And then you said, oh, look, an MMA fan. You try to talk to them, and they were just like, what? What, what is MMA? Well, it's also like a Seattle thing. Like, people do not talk to each other here. Like, you just quietly wait for things. You quietly pass people by on the street. You don't even make eye contact That's or good. wave here most of the time. So this dude just launching into a diatribe, when he realized I knew who Josh Barnett was, which meant I was an MMA fan too, mm-hmm. was just like, so out of the out of this world for Seattle interactions. <laughs> it was great. Um, just a, a short update. I did this um, watch list storylines of people we we need to keep track. It's the Euro Lineal Championship belt. Um, one is Mason Jones, but my my newest one is Mano Fioro. Ah, she got nice. her she got her purple belt in BJJ. So watch out, Fox. Excellent. Now she has Savat. And she has a purple belt in Jits. Does she have a fight scheduled right now? Yes, I think so. She's already back in training camp. I don't know if they announced it, um, but I saw an Instagram story of her where she says she's already scheduled to fight again. Manon the Beast Firo mm-hmm. is scheduled to fight Myra Bueno Silva oh, yeah, on, see it in, now. at the end of September. That is at actually... UFC 266. Let's see how good this card is. Let's yeah. see if we have something to look forward to. Oh, shit, we do. Yeah. Jan versus Glover. Perfect. Volkanovski versus Ortega. Oh, my God. This is a good fucking card. Mon- it's like years It's years from now, but years from now, we will watch it, and it will be a good card. Andraj. None of these fights yeah. will happen, but just just imagining it now makes me very happy and i think i think that's have, that's good they have them on there as unconfirmed rumors on tapology i love it <laughs> yeah but i mean I'm back on sherdog and they say the same curtis blades versus jay rozo i oh. love it that's actually a good segue for the for the last part of this podcast of this show okay you are a maniac collecting UFC Panini Prism collecting cards. Not just Prism, all the cards. You want them all. We have expanded to every line of MMA cards there is, Mm -hmm. which means that I found a card from Konami in Japan with only Japanese lettering on the back, characters on the back. I found a Genki Sudo autograph card from 2002 on eBay which I had to have because yes. he's my favorite fighter. So I ordered that. So now we have, which, and that gives us license to order anything between 2002 and the present if it's an MMA card because we must collect them all. Yes. So give me, give me some of the highlights. You, you opened some of these packs. What did you pull out? We, we found the Jay Rozo autograph card in one of them. So that was good. He signs Help. his name, J.Rozo, which yeah. was fantastic. Rosenstruik. We we have a uh, we also got a Misha Tate relic card. Come home, Misha. Misha explain came home. explain this to is, the listeners what a Misha Tate relic uh, card is. A relic is a piece of the mat or a piece of the fighter's kit that they then take a little chunk of and put it in a card, and then you can find it in the packs and it's this one is numbered number 26 of 99 so i guess there are 99 of these made for this 2018 tops ufc knockout card line and i have one of those so thank you misha for that i look forward to your fight in the ufc even if matt does not congratulations oh when is misha fighting actually i think she she is scheduled for july Somewhere in July, but July 17th. Yeah. She's she's, writing... Fight grandma, right? Yeah, she fights a grandma. Yeah. Possible grandma. I think think she is. I think that we've confirmed that. Marion Renault. Yeah, Marion Renault. Versus Tate. And on the same card, there is um, Islam Makhachev versus Thiago Moises. This card is getting close enough that I can kind of think that these fights will happen. I do right? think so. Like it, it is very possible. Oh, shit. This card's great. Montserrat Ruiz is on it. I'll watch the <laughs> hell out of this card. Any other highlights from your card collecting efforts? 
Uh, we got a bunch of Chris Cyborg cards, and they're I think great. And it's I I almost feel bad because I was the only one who wanted them. I'm very happy to have them though. So the highlight from that. Uh, what am I missing? I I think the best the best and most important is the 2002 Genki Sudo card. I mean, it can't be can't be any better. Actually, you could stop now. Well, I mean, yeah, if I had to, I would, but I don't have to, so I'm not gonna. I mean, why would I stop doing anything? So, I mean, yeah. Look, any any it parting. It hasn't become. It hasn't become as problematic as my 25 to 30 hours of MMA watching every week. So, I mean, <laughs> talking to your wife later. So, going to ask her how how problematic she thinks it it is. If yeah, you want should... to, if you want to see some of these cards and the unboxings, just follow Luke on Instagram. Give give them your handle. Uh, if I knew it, I would. Luke MMA Love, right? Something like Luke that. Underscore. Yeah, it's 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 not MMA a good Love. it's not a good nickname. But just follow. No, it's terrible. Just follow MMA Love podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and I'll a link to to Luke's profile. It will also be in the show notes. In the show notes, also will be it's time for the percolator, the music video, and some other stuff. Hell yeah. If you have questions like Craig and Steve, just send them in. We love to answer them. I hope the answers pleased you. And we will continue to watch all them fucking fights for you so that you don't have to. I think I think I need follow up from Craig. Shout out to Craig for the for the question, but yeah, I please. need more defined more defined parameters. Please be more precise, pals. This is this is an elite podcast. It's like <laughs> yes. It's like if you're listening to this, you are you are the hardest of hardcore. So you have to be you have to be better than that. It's That's nice the to, truth. It's if you're listening to this, you are the hardest of hardcores <laughs> because if you're listening to this, you care about Russian MMA update, of course, and that puts you in the like the one-tenth of one percentile of MMA fans. <laughs> oh, of course, the same thing um, still applies. If you have a fight you want us to break down, it has to be have a rule set and two willing participants. It doesn't have to be some strange thing. It can also be a, an old UFC fight or a K1 fight. doesn't matter. But of course, um, Battle Bang yeah. was a discovery I, want, I had to have in my life. I didn't know why. I'm not going to go that far. But... <laughs> So we'll end the show here. I'll end it with, with our outro music and with Julian Lane. Do you have anything else to say before I, I cue Julian Lane? No, thank you, man. Thanks a lot for being here. And <laughs> thank you, listeners. Listening to thank you, next you Switzerland. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bang, man! I want to do that, man. Let me bang, bro. Let me bang, bro. Let me bang, bro. Let me bang, bro.